0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful, and kindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, O Lord, and we shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. Dear friends, so today we continue with our reflection on the Passion of Jesus Christ, Episode 4, Peter's Denial of Jesus. I would like us to reflect on this scene from the Gospel of St. John, St. John, chapter 18, verse 15 to 27, whereby it says, Simon Peter and another disciple were following Jesus. Because this disciple was known to the high priest, he went with Jesus into the high priest's courtyard, but Peter had to wait outside at the door. The other disciple, who was known to the high priest, came back, spoke to the servant girl on duty there, and brought Peter in. Aren't you one of this man's disciples too? Are you? She asked Peter. He replied, I am not. It was cold, and the servants and officials stood around a fire they had made to keep warm. Peter also was standing with them, warming himself. Then Jesus faces the first trial before Annas, the father-in-law of Caiaphas. Then Annas sent him bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. Meanwhile, Simon Peter was still standing there warming himself. So they asked him, Aren't you one of his disciples too? Are you? He denied it, saying, I am not. One of the high priest's servants, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, challenged him. Didn't I see you with him in the garden? Again Peter denied it, and immediately the cock crowed. The Gospel of the Lord. Dear friends, it is interesting to see that St. John talks about another disciple and Peter following Christ closely. St. Matthew only talks about Peter accompanying our Lord from a distance. So who is this other disciple St. John talks about? Dear friends, this must be John himself. This must be John himself. Though the Gospels don't tell us the name of this other disciple, there is a higher probability that this is St. John. The fathers of the church also agree with this. St. John was a disciple who who always wanted to remain anonymous. His humility was great. Throughout his Gospel, he has never mentioned his name actually. He always identifies himself as either a disciple whom Jesus loved or another disciple. You remember when St. John the Baptist says, Behold the Lamb of God to his two disciples. St. John the Apostle records that the two disciples immediately followed Jesus. Then John the Apostle afterwards records that, I quote, Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, was one of the two who had John the Baptist and followed Jesus. St. John the Apostle was a second disciple, but he doesn't mention his name at all. He lets it pass. Later on, we remember when Judas announces Judas' betrayal, St. John records, and I quote, One of his disciples, the one whom Jesus loved, was reclining at Jesus' side. This disciple was also St. John, but he doesn't mention his name. And you remember, finally at the foot of the cross, St. John records, when Jesus saw his mother and his disciple there, whom he loved, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. This disciple whom John is talking about is John himself once again. He once again to pass unnoticed. So what lesson, dear friends, do we learn from this? how good it is to pass unnoticed. I remember a quote from St. Josemaria who says, The goal of Christian self-denial is to place our Lord at the summit and at the heart of all things, and for one to pass unnoticed. So let us ask our Lord, dear friends, Jesus, grant me this grace to desire always to pass unnoticed. John the Apostle is, you know very well, John the Apostle is referred to as the disciple whom Jesus loved. He really deserves to be called so. We see afterwards John expressing his love by going to plead to the servant girl on duty to allow Peter, his fellow companion, to enter into the courtyard. Peter enters the courtyard and the servant girl asks him, Aren't you one of this man's disciples too? Are you? He replies, I am not. Peter denies Jesus the first time. The servant girl then allows Peter to get in. Later on, after Jesus' first trial before Annas, Peter is found warming himself. And they ask him, Aren't you one of his disciples too? Are you? He denied it, saying, I am not. Peter denies Jesus for the second time. About an hour later, St. Luke tells us, the relative of Malchus, the man whose ear was cut off by Peter, asked him, Didn't I see you with him in the garden? Peter denied the Lord again, saying, My friend, I do not know what you are talking about. And the cock crowed. Then the Lord turned and looked at Peter, and Peter remembered our Lord's words. Then Peter went out and began to weep bitterly." Dear friends, we need to know that Peter didn't deny Jesus three times consecutively, as some of the movies of Jesus depict. Notice that between each of the three denials, there was some interval. Peter didn't even realize that he's denying Jesus, maybe. He realized when Jesus gazed at him after the cock crowed, and then he wept. He wept bitterly. So, dear friends, we need to ask ourselves: How many times have we denied Jesus with our sins? Some sometimes, sometimes we don't. We don't even realize. Then suddenly, our eyes meet those merciful eyes of Jesus, and then we feel sorrowful for our sins and we weep, what do we do when we realize we have sinned, do we fall into despair like Judas, St. Matthew records that after Judas betrayed Jesus, he deeply regretted and he returned the 30 pieces of silver coins, telling the chief priests, I have sinned in betraying innocent blood, Then, yet then the chief priest told him, what is that to us, Look, look to it yourself. So Judas fell into despair and he killed himself. What about Peter? What about Peter? What did he do after realizing he has sinned? The gospel writers tell tell us nothing about it. But perhaps Peter must have sought consolation from Our Lady. Later on, after Jesus' resurrection, Jesus appears to the disciples and asks Peter three times, Simon, son of John. Do you love me? Dear friends, being sorrowful for our sins is one of the steps towards conversion. But what do we do next when we feel sorrowful for our sins? When we realize we have sinned, let's not start seeking consolation from the devil, telling him, I have sinned in betraying innocent blood, the way Judas did. For sure the devil will tell us, what is that to me? Look to it yourself. Then we'll fall into despair. Instead, let's seek consolation from our Lord, and he will for sure ask us, Do you love me? Do you love me? Then by his grace we shall utter the same words of Peter, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Let it be. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.